The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki. I am your host, Paula Vale. Thank you, everyone in the U.S. and around the world for joining us for another fun episode. Today is Reiki for Wildlife, and we are going to be talking about the wildlife, the animal kingdom. I have a very special guest. Her name is Carla, and she is on the board of directors for Concern for Animals in Olympia, Washington, and a district leader for the Humane Society. She has also volunteered at a wildlife rehab. She's going to share a lot of wonderful information about our wildlife and how they're connected to us. Um, Carla Taylor is also a level two Reiki practitioner, so she does use her Reiki with, with the animal kingdom. And how are you today, Carla? I'm just great. Thank you, Paula. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for being here. I'm very excited. We have a very special surprise of an upcoming event that we're going to share later on in the show. And for now, uh, Carla, will you share with us a little bit about your background and how you came to be a volunteer at wolfhaven.org in Washington State, and why you were drawn to volunteer there. Well, I've been very compassionate about all types of animals all my life, ever since a young child. And the more I learned about um, the wildlife part of it, it just kind of drew me in. I just felt like um, recently there's been a disconnection between humans and wildlife. And I know we're all connected as one. Wildlife is very important to all the humans in the world and to the earth itself. They're a big part of our ecosystem. And I just want to do everything I can. And with Reiki, I've used Reiki on my my pets at home. And on the deer on my property, I send loving Reiki energy out to the deer on my property that I see every day. So I think Wolfhaven, I've always been drawn to wolves for some reason, uh, for many, many years. And then I, when I moved here to Washington State from California, I happened to move within 13 miles of Wolfhaven. So I explored the, um, this organization a little bit and found out what great work they do. They're a sanctuary here in Washington State. 
and they had a volunteer program, which I was strongly drawn to, and I just wanted to learn more and share it with others. Wonderful, wonderful. And how how would you say, um, with your experiences, how are we connected to the animals, and what do you see as their importance to our ecosystem? Well, the wolves um, are a very huge part of our ecosystem, and when... They, they're predators, obviously, and when they are um, in our society, when they're in the mountains, when they are taking care of the animals, of the food that they eat, then everything else seems to flourish. They're a part of our ecosystem. They take care of the animals that eat all the vegetation. So like in Yellowstone, uh, per se, many years ago, when they were extinct in Yellowstone, um, all the hooved animals were eating all the vegetation and along the rivers, so the trees were disappearing, the vegetation was um, disappearing, the fish were disappearing out of the rivers, the beavers were disappearing who made the dams that gave homes to so many different animals. Everything was disappearing because everything was kind of out of balance. Wow. When they reintroduced the wolves, they found out, and they've got pictures to prove it, that everything else flourished. Everything came back the way it should be. So they're a big, huge part of our natural balance in our ecosystem. And all wildlife plays a role. They're all here for a reason. That's why we're all connected. There's no um, particular animal that doesn't belong. They're all here for a reason. And I see that's the, that's the connection that we have. So the humans need them as much as the earth needs them. And all wildlife needs each other. Yeah. It's funny how this all works, but it's all for a reason. So when I learned all of this, it's like um, we just need to share that with people and start feeling that connection again. And I think the Reiki energy is a perfect way of using that to help balance out this connection and to help balance out all wildlife. And I feel like they, on their level, they know they're connected to us. And I think they're not understanding why all of a sudden they're being preyed upon. Mm -hmm. You know, they're being Mm -hmm. hunted. They're being whatever it is that we humans are doing out of this disconnection. And I think they're confused and I think they need our love and our healing energy. Yes, yes. And the animals, as far as Reiki, the animals... They pick up the energy. I mean, they are so in tune. I have property where a lot of deer come. And I have actually stood in the kitchen, sent Reiki through the kitchen window, and I've seen deer just lay down in the yard. Give it to me. I mean, they they want that. They, they love that. Well, I think... Um we're all energy. We're all vibrations. You know, everything, every living creature has a certain vibration, and they are connected. They know and they understand their connection with humans. They know that we're all a part of the bigger picture. It's the humans that have forgotten this. So I think we need to, again, remember this connection. And the animals are already in tune. So they already feel what we're, what we're going through. So any type of energy that we're sending them, with love, they're going to feel it immediately. Yes. And I just, I just feel, just talking about it, I just feel that they know this. They know our intentions are good and loving. 
I, I think, and I really believe, they're already picking up on just that. Yes, yes. So it's all about intention, yes. you know, and do it in a loving way and just feel the, the true love and care that we do have for the animals, all the animal kingdom, not just wildlife, but they all fit, you know, yes. we all fit together. Yes. Now, with being on the board of directors for uh, Concern for Animals, are you able to assist in, in putting forth come up some of that education and that knowledge? And Well, Concern for Animals is a group here in Olympia, Washington, that um, actually helps low-income families to um, have access to food for their pets, to have low-cost spay and neuter, um, sometimes they can help out with other medical issues that their pets may have. So it's mainly for that, but it's also to get the education out there um, and how to spay and neuter all the animals. And they're starting to get into a um, feral cat program to, you know, the capture and, and get them spayed and neutered and then re-release them again. Wonderful. So they're just starting to do that, and they're strictly... Um, on uh, donations also but they do they do great work great work so um so that's really interesting and then i think um being a district leader for the humane society this is the humane society of the united states they're involved in all types of animals um anything from the wildlife to farm animals to domestic animals so they're i love their whole mission they're just for all the animals around the world and being a district leader, that just means you're being in, um, they do advocacy work for the, on behalf of the Humane Society. So maybe we're talking to our legislators. And when you're a district, you work within your legislature district. So you can meet with your legislators, you can call people on the phone, you can send letters, you can do a lot of different things. So that's what that's about. So it's kind of helping animals in a roundabout way um, as far as maybe helping with laws, helping people understand that we need stronger laws sometimes to protect the animals. But um, I think it's, it's the Wolf Haven part of it that has drawn me into more of the wildlife part. And they're very strong advocates for, for the wolves. What prompted you to become a volunteer at Wolf Haven? Well, again, um, I think I've always been drawn to wolves, and um, I used to donate to them when I was living in California. And little did I know when I moved up here, as I stated earlier, I ended up moving just basically across the freeway from them. And I had met them, believe it or not, um, at a combination Humane Society and of, of Washington State, and Wolfhaven, they did a combo, um, they called it Humane Lobby Day last January here in Olympia, Washington. And it was to meet with our legislators and whatever. And they had several people from Wolfhaven there since it was a combined effort. And I talked to the person who was in charge of volunteers. And they, she told me about the program and what they do. And I'd already been out there once on a tour, and I absolutely loved it. Loved Wolfhaven. It's just an amazing, amazing place. So when I found out more about the volunteer work, I thought, wow, I'd like to sign up for that. So that's what I've been doing since last winter. Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful. And I bet with going in there, we will talk a little bit later about the 
um, Wolf Haven in particular, um, I can only imagine the experience and the knowledge that you've gained with being a volunteer there. Well, exactly, and I've learned so much. That's how I learned about how the wolves are such an important part of our natural ecosystem and um, being an advocate for protecting them. And uh, they want to reintroduce them. And so it's like I'm just, even though I was always drawn to wolves, I think now I understand why. Because they play such an important part in our ecosystem. And they're just magnificent animals to begin with. And to actually go to um, Wolf Haven, it's magical. And to hear them all howl, it just, it shakes you in your boots. It's just amazing the energy you feel when they all start howling. And something I learned really interesting about the wolves, if they put them in pairs, um, so there's only two at a time in each of the enclosures, and if one of them passes away, that remaining wolf will actually mourn for that animal after it's passed. And when a wolf starts howling for any other reason, all the other wolves would join in, and they all have different kind of um, howling. But when a wolf howls in a state of mourning, None of the other wolves join that. Oh. They let that wolf do it on its own. Now, how do they know this? Oh. But they know. That's what I'm saying. The animals are instinctual. They just know. And I found that just so amazing. And so they let them grieve for a while and before they uh, try to find another wolf as a companion. Because animals, the wolves are definitely meant to be in pairs. They're, they're very family-oriented. A lot of people don't realize that, but they are. They're very family, and they need to have a companion. So anyway, it's just magical when you go there. It's yes. just a magical place. Yes, and it's very important that we keep them a part of the planet. Absolutely. And support Absolutely. them and keep their numbers. Absolutely. Well, they've all, they were extinct in the United States a long, long time ago when they were all hunted. So, you know, 100 years ago, we killed off every one of them, but they stayed um, up in Canada. And so now we've been trying to reintroduce them. We had them on the endangered species list, so they let them go ahead and come down. They reintroduce them. And, but again, we're, we're getting that disconnection. We're seeing that we see them as predators instead of a part of our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So that's where the mm-hmm. disconnection is. So it's time again to talk about them and send them healing energy. Yes, yes. Very, very important part of this planet. They really are. They really are. And all wildlife are. You know, I also volunteered at a wildlife rehab place called For Heaven's Sake. And they would rescue um, all kinds of wildlife animals that had been. They're here in western Washington. And um, the forest um, service or the animal services, any animal that had been hurt or sick, um, in any way, they would call them up and they would go and pick them up and bring them back to their facility for um, hopefully for fixing them and rehabbing them and then releasing them. And uh, they would have deer, a lot of fawn. A lot of fawn would lose their mothers and a lot of fawn would come. Um, a lot of baby squirrels would be brought in because their mothers were killed and a lot of young baby squirrels. And we would hand feed them with syringes with a special formula and they're just so sweet. I mean, they're just as small as the palm of your hand. You hold them in the palm of your hand. And I learned so much about wildlife just uh, volunteering at this facility. Just wonderful, wonderful work they do there. It's very sad sometimes when you see what happens to the animals. So you don't think about it. But 
and especially if they don't make it, it's just uh, being very sensitive. I'm very sad when they do pass, but they do such wonderful work there, and it's a great experience, great experience. Well, Carla, we're going to take a break for a commercial, and when we come back, uh, let's have you give us some information about Wolf Haven itself and maybe share some stories of some of the animals you've seen come in and rescued that would be absolutely wonderful so we will take a break folks and we'll be back in a couple minutes your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories, as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Paula Vale for For the Love of Reiki, and with me today is Carla Taylor, and we are talking about a wildlife, um, worldwide wildlife, and right now we are talking about wolves. Carla is a volunteer at Wolf Haven in Olympia, and she's going to share a little bit of information about that, and before we do that, I would like to share a story from one of our listeners, and it it is regarding Reiki for Animals, and this is from Casey. Dear Paula, after hearing your wonderful animal Reiki show, I had to share my story. My name is Casey. I have several pets, a dog, two cats. 
I noticed one day a skinny, skittish kitty that looked less than a year old. I had heard from a neighbor that there were some feral cats in the neighborhood. I began to put food and water out because it was obviously very malnourished. And he would creep up, look around, eat, and run off. I tried to get close a few times, but with no luck. I started sitting on my porch and sending him Reiki on a regular basis. I knew I had to be patient. I could feel the love of Reiki going through me to this sweet creature. I started putting the food closer to our back door. I knew I had to be patient. It was hard. I just wanted to really bring this this little sweet creature in. Winter was coming and the nights were getting colder. To make a long story short, I am happy to say a day came that he looked at me with a gaze, telling me that he trusted me. He now enters our house every night, lays blissfully when I send him Reiki. I have actually been able to take him to my vet to be neutered and examined. It has been so wonderful to provide this sweet boy with shelter, food, love, and Reiki. Thank you. Well, thank you, Casey, for sharing that story. I love happy endings like that and and seeing what Reiki can do. When I've traveled to other countries and I've seen feral cats and sent them Reiki, I was in Mexico at one time, and, and there was a cat that literally was following me around. Yeah, so they absolutely love it. Well, Carla, let's... Talk a little bit about Wolfhaven. Please share that with us. Great. Wolfhaven International is located in Tenino, Washington, which is right uh, near Olympia, Washington. And their mission statement is to conserve and protect wolves and their habitat. They're, they are a sanctuary, though, for captive-born wolves that are rescued primarily from private ownership. After these people have learned that they made a mistake in trying to make a wild animal be a pet, they think wolves would make great pets, and it's not true. They're wild animals. And since 1982, they have rescued more than 180 captive-born wolves and have provided them with compassionate care and companionship with fellow wolves. And like I mentioned earlier, they always put them in pairs and a safe home for the rest of their lives. They even have a cemetery there for every wolf that passes. They bury them there, and they put a nameplate there with their name. And when they came there and when they passed, it's just, it's just a beautiful sight to see. Wolfhaven also has a variety of educational opportunities, and they have visitors. Um, they'll can come to the sanctuary and learn more about the wolf and its role in the wild. As I mentioned earlier, there's a huge, huge part of our ecosystem. Their programs include classroom presentations. They have guided tours, and they do presentations both on and off-site. And they have a virtual classroom and community outreach efforts. Um, a lot of the schools are bringing classrooms of the kids out for tours so they can learn more about the wolves and how important they are. The enclosures that they put these wolves in um, are quite large. They um, only have two, like I said, a pair of them in each one. They make sure that they are well-suited to each other. 
and they give them time um, to meet each other. And usually you can tell within a day or two if they're going to be great companions. And then they just are together until one leaves this earth. And it's just beautiful to see. And they're magnificent looking creatures. Um, like I mentioned earlier, when they howl, it's just magical. You just feel it run, run through your whole body. It's just amazing to hear them. Uh, Wolfhaven also actively advocates for wolves in the wild and their safe return to historic ranges. And they keep their supporters informed and updated about the current status of wolves throughout the country and provide them with the tools to speak credibly about scientifically balanced wolf management programs. They are a part of what um, a government agency-run program called Species Survival Plans, or SSP. And there's two different plans, one for the red wolf and one for um, the gray wolf, for the Mexican gray wolf. And Wolfhaven is proud to be one of only three U.S. pre-release breeding facilities for a multi-agency effort to restore the Mexican gray wolf to the southwest. And Wolfhaven Wolfhaven also um, is a foster facility for breeding and housing the endangered red wolf. Otherwise, they do not breed um, the captive-born animals. Obviously, they have them um, uh, taken care of so that they will not procreate at all. Obviously, we don't want more captive-born wolves at all. But they're a really important part to the species survival plans, and they work very closely with these government agencies to do this. And it's just such a wonderful, wonderful program. And the wolves there are just amazing. Some are very shy when you're on the tour. Some are very shy, and they're going to hide underneath the trees, or they'll hide behind their little, um, little house that they have for them. Or some of them are very uh, inquisitive and curious, and they'll come right up to the fence, and they'll just look at the people like they're watching us as we're watching them. It's, they're so cute. They're just, just adorable. And I don't know, just they just show off their magnificence. And I've just learned so much about wolves to see them up close like this. Um, it's just amazing. You just you just feel the magic in the air being there. And it's in a beautiful setting, all with um, acres and acres of natural um, trees. And it's just absolutely gorgeous place. Very peaceful. You feel so peaceful there. And I just love the work they do. And they're very strong advocates. They work with, uh, right now, Washington State. They're really working with... Um, the ranchers and all of the government agencies and everybody trying to save the wolves here. We're trying to reintroduce them. And um, rather than just kill them because they think they're, they're hurting our wild, they're hurting other wildlife, they're hurting um, the farm animals. If we all work together, which is what Wolfhaven is trying to do, is teach everybody how to work together with them. The wolves are not going to go out there and kill all the farm animals. Their natural food is the hooved animals such as the, the caribou and the deer and the, um, the elk. And again, they're not going to overkill. It's a, it's a balance. And so there's a lot of people that don't understand this, and this is where the disconnection comes, not understanding the wolf and the important part they play. Wolves are here for a reason. And that's why they're trying to reintroduce uh, the Mexican gray wolf because they were extinct down the southwest. And Mexico is actually working very closely with this program as well. And they've actually had some pups born in the wild, which is a huge, huge uh, 
they're just so excited when this a happens. Victory. Oh, victory. victory. Thank you for that word. Thank oh, you. Oh, I love it's it. It's perfect. Yeah. Yes. And then the um, with working with the endangered red wolf, that's over on the East Coast in North Carolina. There's um, a proper, huge um, endangered wildlife space where they have them and they're really working on um, having pups born out there and and reintroducing them as well so and so we're trying to um, make sure that the wolves are not um, delisted from the endangered species list with humane societies working very strongly with that as well so we're getting it from a lot of different directions because we see how all animals are all we're all connected as I keep saying and because all all animals and we're animals when you think about it too we're just a human yes, animal yes we are yes we are so the more we can understand this connection the more we can um, appreciate what they have to offer us maybe we just offer it back to them with all this love energy that we can send to them and just just know they're here for a reason yes. you know, they wouldn't have been created if there wasn't a reason for them yes just to keep everything in balance and to all of the listeners, if you would like to read a little more about Wolf Haven or get involved, be a volunteer, or make a donation, you can go to wolfhaven.org. Uh, they're just doing tremendous work, tremendous. And I, I have a question. Does Wolf Haven, do they rescue any other kinds of animals, or is it strictly wolves? Strictly wolves. Um, they... Um, have a couple of coyotes there. I'm glad you brought that uh-huh, up. Uh-huh. But that was because there was a coyote down in California that was rescued and sent to a sanctuary. But because of the law in um, California, they could not keep that um, coyote there. So they called uh, Wolf Haven and they brought it up here. And then there was a wolf pup, um, a wolf pup, sorry, a coyote pup that was attacked by dogs up here in Washington State. And... Um, it was rescued, and it was sent to um, vets and taken care of, and it had months and months of rehab. Well, by then, it was around people for so long that it could not be released back into the wild. Mm-hmm. It had come to know the humans too well. So it was also taken to uh, Wolf Haven, and now it's a companion to the other coyote. And so they'll live there for the rest of their lives. Otherwise, it's strictly wolves. Yes, yes. So... A lot of the wolves that they might rescue, they are going to release them back out? No, they, any, they, any of the wolves they rescue stay. are never released because they're captive-born. That's the only wolves they take in. They're captive-born, meaning people are breeding them. Um, maybe they were born um, and rescued for some odd reason by someone else and whatever. They can't be released out into the wild once they've been used to humans. So that's why um, they will bring them to Wolf Haven and they'll live the rest of their lives. And that's why they won't let them have pups because they don't want more captive-born wolves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, they, um, they don't rescue them per se. They just take them in from other sanctuaries possibly or other rescue groups that have um, – or from people. They get calls every day from people said, gee, I just bought this um, – this wolf to be my pet, and no. it's not working out. So can oh you take goodness. it? They get calls every day from people that really? do this because they think they can make pets out of them. Oh, and they're not. They're wild animals, and you can talk to many people across the country who have tried this. And when their homes are destroyed, their cars are destroyed, everything because they're wild animals, and they're trying to get their territory. They might be sweet little pups, 
Mm-hmm. And we think of them as dog puppies, you know. Um, but but not. it's not true. They're not because as they get older, they get territorial. And even though they might really love you, but guess what? They want to see who's going to be the alpha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're going to do whatever it takes exactly. to make themselves the alpha. You're, you're no longer going to be the alpha. I would not even have thought someone could go buy a wolf. There are so many breeders out there that are doing this. No. And they're calling them wolf dogs because they're saying, oh, I'm breeding this and and it has wolf in it. Well, there's no DNA testing. There's nothing that can ever test the percentage, even though sometimes the breeders will say this. But um, even if it has just a little bit of wolf in them, you never know what you're going to get. That wild part could just come out later on and say, I'm wolf. I'm surprised that's legal. That's there's that's just been no laws against amazing. it. Amazing, and it's, it's no more idea. of a state thing than it is a federal. Mm-hmm. And you can go to certain states and do. And people just think it's gee, it's pretty cool to have a wolf for a pet. Oh, I'll just I'll just train it. I'll just train it. No, you can't train wolves. They're wild animals, and yes. they're meant to be in the wild. And they they need to be respected as wild animals. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And I think that's what Wolfhaven is doing. Other than just giving them a home for the rest of their lives, they are trying to educate. Yes. And that's a strong part of what they do. Is educate just, is a big part big of part. it. That's why they do the it? tours. So yes. the only reason why they do the tours is so they can educate people. And here's a wolf up close. This is not something you go and hug and kiss mm-hmm. and, like you would your, your dog. Yes. So um, they're trying to train that. And when you hear the term wolf dog and somebody says, oh, yeah, it's got a lot of wolf in it, you don't know. There's no way of proving that. So they really discourage, obviously, <clears throat> anybody trying to um, buy yes. a quote-unquote wolf dog or a wolf as a pet. Wow. It just, I had no idea yeah. that was even possible. I didn't either. I did not either. And um, people kind of think, oh, that's a great thing to do. It's not. Yeah. Just like any type of wild animal. They're not meant to be pets. So anyone listening out there, if you're like me and you love wolves and you think they're just absolutely amazing and beautiful, don't don't have one as a pet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work for you. It doesn't work yes. for them. They're not meant to be in a dog house they're not meant to be in your house they're not yes. meant to sleep on a little dog bed that's not who and they are that makes sense and yeah that's not sense. who they are oh well carla we're going to take another commercial break here and then we will get on with our exciting news of the new event that we are going to be beginning in just a few days very exciting all righty talk to everyone in a few minutes we will be right back Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone, and we are back, Paula Vale and Carla Taylor, and we're having some great discussion here about wildlife, wolves, and the purpose of this uh, show was to educate and give some information on the world wildlife, but also we have a new event that we are going to begin that I believe will be so huge and so expansive. And this is going to be a monthly event that will be happening. And after today's show, you can look at my email, Paula, at wellnessinspired.com and look on the events page. And any input or sharing you'd like to give, I will be reading those emails. Our goal, Carla and I, the goal that we have, and we know so many others have this goal, is to unite the world so that the, the beautiful animals, the wildlife, the pets, all of the animal kingdom all over the world can flourish with our worldwide Reiki circle for wildlife we are going to create a 24-hour wave of loving energy around the world to encompass all animal species and Carla's going to give you some detail information on that and Carla please share well first of all I'd like to share a quote that I found, um, and it's a quote from Albert Schweitzer, who I think everyone knows who that is. He was also a Nobel Peace Prize winner in 1952. But this quote kind of encompasses everything that we're talking about today. Quote, for animals that are overworked, underfed, and cruelly treated, for all wistful creatures in captivity that beat their wings against bars, for any that are hunted or lost or deserted or frightened or hungry, for all that must be put to death, and for those who deal with them, we ask a heart of compassion and gentle hands and kindly words. 
I just found that so beautiful because we're talking about the entire animal kingdom in just those few words. And so the work that we want to do is to send out, whether you're a Reiki practitioner or someone who just wants to send out love and healing energy to the entire animal kingdom worldwide, Paul and I decided to start this little Reiki circle for the wildlife. And this is actually going to begin... Saturday, December 20th, and it's going to be every third Saturday of the month following. So wherever you are, whatever country around the world, in your time zone, any time between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. that day, you can send Reiki, love, prayer, healing energy, just good thoughts, out to the entire animal kingdom. And this energy coming all around from all around the world, we will not only be sending Reiki and love around the world to the entire animal kingdom, we will be connecting as humans as well. And this energy that we are going to be sending out is going to be felt by all the animals around the world. Your pets will feel this energy. The wildlife will feel this energy. The animals in the zoos, in the wildlife, they're all going to feel this. And the more of us that get involved in this, and as this grows every month, the more energy and the bigger and the more beautiful wave we are going to create Because we all have a vibration. We are all a vibration. We are. And our vibration is connected with the whole planet and with everyone else. So we are going to create a vibration that day, and we're going to share that. And when you join Carla and I in this circle, you're sharing your beautiful vibration with us and the world And we become one expansive wave of energy. It is going to be beautiful. And we're going to be sending that that out. But you know what? We're going to feel that too. How that's going to make us feel to send that good energy to the entire animal kingdom. And with everyone sending this beautiful energy, this love, Reiki, prayer, whatever you want to do, between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. in your time zone, we are going to encompass the whole planet. This beautiful wave is going to encircle the planet. And we're going to do this every third Saturday of every month. And as Paula said, beginning on uh, December 20th. We'll send out little reminders, though, of everybody. But I think this is just a way of not only the humans connecting and knowing that we're doing some good, I guarantee you the animals are going to feel this. I think they're feeling it right now just with our intention. Because they hear us. They feel us. They know what's going on. They're so connected. Animals aren't disconnected ever. That's what they do what they do instinctually because they're always connected. And they are not greedy. They're going to only do what they need to do for survival. Humans get greedy. Humans understand. I think we've just misunderstood this for so long of how we are connected 
And I think it's time for all of us, the whole world, to come together and remember this connection. Yes, yes. And this is, this is a beginning of doing just that. And what this can do for the world, for the animal kingdom, and for each of us, it's going to be very beautiful. And I invite all of the listeners, feel free to email me with any suggestions or ideas, because I will send out a reminder once a month to everyone, to the listeners. And we will just watch this grow and expand. We will watch this connection of humans all around the world. It's going to be very beautiful. And maybe share anything that you feel as you're doing this. Yes, So that we can share it on a future show. Yes. Um, Because I guarantee you, when you're doing this, you're going to feel it come back to you. Yes. And the animals are going to send the love right back. Yes. And they're going to say, thank you, thank you, Mm -hmm. thank you. So if you ever, I'm getting chills. (laughs) (laughs) If ever you feel anything or anything comes into your thoughts as you're doing this, any particular animals you want to send it to, share your stories. Yes. I think yes. this is just a wonderful way of connecting with the animals again and knowing that we love them and we appreciate them. And they're here for us. Remember that. The animals are here for us to teach us unconditional love. Yes. And we've forgotten that along the way. So let's remember that again. Yes. And show them our unconditional love for them. We will be giving the love back. Yes. And it's just going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to bring mankind the animal kingdom, it's going to bring everyone together and it's going to raise everyone's vibration and we're just all going to be connected. You know, we see the world right now with listening to the news of all the negativity. We hear all the violence, we hear whatever. But you know what? We don't have to go there. Yes. We just need to concentrate on the positive and the love because there's so many more stories out there about this love. So if we encompass all the animals in this love, Yes. then guess what? We're only going to be improving this world. Absolutely. One animal at a time maybe, but yep. we will be doing it. Yes, yes. And one person at a time joining us. I mean, the circle is just going to get bigger and bigger. And this is going to be an ongoing event. Every third Saturday of every month, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and it's going to be so wonderful to watch what grows with this and the connection we all have. Everyone from every country, we're all just people. We all just want to be loved. We just all want to be appreciated. And on that, that note, let me take a moment to say I appreciate my listeners and I am so grateful and just beyond words the beautiful people I have connected with with doing this Voice America show and I appreciate everyone listening everyone telling their friends and together we are just growing in a big circle and this event's going to be very very special I'm very excited and so is Carla very much so we are just Really excited about it. Can you tell? So, yeah. 
because the wildlife, and it's not just, I mean, this is going to affect the sea life. It's going to affect the whales, the dolphins. It's going to affect our pets. So I think it's a very exciting thing, and I'm really excited for people to email me their thoughts on this. And even if you can only do five minutes in that period, that's okay. Or you can, might be able to, a couple minutes, activate your Reiki, send your Reiki, or whatever your thoughts, your prayers, your energy, and then maybe again in a few hours. It's going to be a continual wave. But it's also going to be saying, we're all taking a step. We're taking a step to help the animal kingdom on the planet. And that right there is, is huge. So the more of us that can take that step the better, the bigger, and the more beautiful this is going to be. Well, by healing the animals, we're healing ourselves. Yes. And we're healing the earth. Yes. And all of us need it. Yes. And the earth needs it, and the animals Mm -hmm. need it. So let's do our part. Yes. Let's do what we can do and send out our loving and Reiki energy to the animal kingdom. And think about whatever animals that you or maybe attached to, or close to, or whatever you're drawn to, whether it's the sea creatures, or whether it's even the animals that are in our labs being tested on, or any any animals, whatever whatever you're drawn to, just include them in your energy. Yes, yes. And, you know, it can be you're driving down the road and you see a stray dog or something, You can just with intent, our intent is everything. Just with your intent, you can focus on that animal and send that animal some love and some good energy. It's endless what we can do for humanity and the animal kingdom with our intent and our, our positive energy. Because that positive energy affects everything we do. It affects our health, our mindset, Everything. And so this can be a kind of a, I have to be positive and I have to be loving today. You know, even with with everything going on in the world around us, it's going to be at least once a month, I'm going to stop a few minutes and I'm going to send some love and I'm going to send some Reiki. Any, any last thoughts on that, Carla, before we close today? Well, I just think it's really important to um, educate ourselves about the animal kingdom, about wildlife, about the wolves. And again, wolfhaven.org can really need your help because they rely strictly on donations. Um, any animal rescue groups that maybe you're aware of in where you live, anybody, everyone needs help to take care of the animals. But we can begin this by just sending out our healing and Reiki energy to them. And they're going to feel it, I guarantee you, and so will you. They are. They are. And I'm going to be sharing this information with, you know, there's several different animal groups that I'm incorporated with and others, and it's just going to grow. It's just going to grow, and it's going to be really beautiful. Yes, Wolfhaven was very excited. I was going to be talking about them today. (laughs) (laughs) So I guarantee you the wolves there are feeling the energy already. Yes. They know we're talking about these beautiful, beautiful creatures. Yes. So in just a few days, it will be December 20th, 
and mark your calendar and just know that so many of us are going to be involved with this and that's going to be going on and because we are where we are today I do want to say a big happy holidays to everyone yes and in the gift of giving this is the perfect time to begin this Reiki circle yes let's give back to the animal kingdom yes I think that's a beautiful idea And we appreciate everyone out there that's going to join us. It's going to be very beautiful. So I really look forward to input from everyone. And just everyone I have told about it already is very excited. It's just going to be wonderful to see how how this grows. And all the animals are going to know it. I just know it. I keep getting this thought in my head. They the are. animals already know this is coming. They are. They're applauding us. <laughs> They're so in tune. Yes, they yes. are. Yes. So that pretty much is our show today, everyone. And thank you to all of our listeners in the U.S. and around the world. I am so grateful. And I just send hugs and blessings to everyone and look forward to talking to everyone again next week is going to be a really fun show we're actually going to be talking about organic food and food and spirituality so that's going to be pretty pretty fun carla thank you so much oh thank you paula this opportunity has just been amazing i appreciate it so much oh and i appreciate all you do for the wildlife Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.